Hey, hey, everyone. This is the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. So you might be listening to this podcast as your regular routine, which by the way, I love. So keep doing that by the way. Um, But you're listening and maybe you make some realizations for yourself and you get pumped up and you try some things you know you need to do, but then you go to work and you do your regular daily grind at work. You come home and then you think to yourself, I should go out and practice flirting just like Kim said in the podcast, but then you don't. You don't do it because you're tired and, well, it's just easier to sit on the couch and maybe I'll do it tomorrow. So you wake up the next morning, you listen to another podcast and have another aha moment. And now you're determined. You're determined that you're going to try to do something different and you heard something today and you're going to get over your fear of rejection. Then you go to work, you do your daily routine, and you come home and you say to yourself, I should try a different dating app, like Kim said, to inspire a new energy, but uh, that you don't do it because you're tired. And while it's just easier to numb out and scroll through Instagram and see what everyone else is doing, you wake up the next morning, you listen to yet another podcast, and this one really got you. And now you're determined to sign up for a breakthrough call with me because you are fed up with the lack of movement in your dating life. But then you go to work, you do your regular song and dance, you come home and say, oh, I should sign up for that call. But then you don't because, well, it's just easier to distract yourself with a Netflix binge. Way easier, right? Does this Groundhog Day experience sound familiar where it gets so hard to motivate yourself to change? And obviously you're not alone. I mean, this happens to everyone. It even happens to me when I want to do something and then I don't. But those shoulds will kill you every single time. Here's the thing. You may have a strong desire to make changes in your life, but finding the motivation to do so is a totally different story. Motivation, according to research, is the most significant predictor of success. So it's essential figuring out what might stop you from being motivated. I mean, perhaps you don't feel ready or worthy or capable of making a change for yourself. Perhaps you feel so confused and scared that you don't know where to start. Or maybe you fear uncertainty, fear failing, not being good enough. Whatever the reason is, the problem is that you may want to change. I really believe that. But your efforts don't reflect that stated motivation. I want to start off by sharing a very inspirational story about a young man who lived in the Philippines who I worked with years ago. He struggled tremendously in his life, in his social life, his dating life, mostly because he had Asperger's and no one ever really taught him social skills that would improve his interaction and connection with others. He also lived with his mother still and the relationship on top of it all was highly conflictual and strained where she would constantly belittle him, baby him. And on top of it, he didn't have many friends or resources, but 
He did have one thing that ended up being the determining factor to his success, and that was his determination, which was the motivation. He had this drive. He had a strong desire for connection that drove him to save up his money and hire me. And from that moment on, he became, I kid you not, one of my best students I've ever had. I would give him homework, and not only would he get it done in a day, he'd want more. He would fall down in his attempts to practice my social engagement formula, but guess what? He'd get right back up from the rink and try again and again and again. And I had him learn the language of emotional intelligence so he knew how to express his feelings with his mom. And even though his mom was not receptive, he would keep at it again and again and again. And by the end of the coaching, he had this new opportunity at work. He actually got hired to do something that was beyond his dreams, a better relationship with his mom. And he had success in building a social life and even started dating. And I just received a letter from him not too long ago. That's what made me think of him as I'm talking to you. He thanked me because he's so happy. He has confidence and he's doing really, really well in his life. So what motivated him? I mean, if you think about it, he had a lot of odds against him. But honestly, he achieved more than some people I've worked with who had way more than he did. But his passion for a better life, the accountability of me giving him homework, and the rewards of a small success every single day all added up to his bigger win. And guess what? He never said, I should. It was always, I can do that. So turning your shoulds into I am by finding your motivation hack so that you can be successful in your love life is key to your dating success. It's key to your relationship success. And this is important because without motivation, your desires are just ideas and they're floating in your head. They are ideas that don't elicit change if there are no actions attached to them. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, Kim, I've tried to motivate myself. I've even done some things, but nothing ever happens. So then I just give up. I can't sustain my goals and nothing really happens. So it's hard to stay motivated. And by the way, these fears I have are real. Okay. And I get that. Yes. They are real. The fear of failure and change and all that discomfort and uncertainty are real, but they're not good enough reasons for inaction. They can all be overcome. I've dealt with them. I mean, you just heard a story where a guy had everything against him and he still overcame some of those fears and obstacles. And I've helped a lot of people through this stuff. And you're no worse than me or anyone else I've helped. You can face these fears and conquer them with a dose of motivation. Yes, you're busy, you're tired, you're overwhelmed, you might be lacking time. We all are. I mean, I get up at 6 a.m. to exercise because I know that I'll be busy later in the day. It's not that I have more time than you to exercise, 
I'm just motivated and I prioritize to make more time. And you can do things like that too. So turn your shoulds into I am by finding your motivation hack so that you can be successful in your love life. And I want to talk about how to overcome the fears and find motivation for you and prioritize with some small set of actions. So I'm going to go, yeah, get your pencil and paper. No, actually a pen and paper. You're not going to erase any of this and you're going to do this. Okay. And I want to go over some motivation hacks. Okay. The first one is embrace your desire. So if you're listening to this podcast, maybe because you have a desire to do something positive or you're wanting to learn something in your life, embrace it. Isn't it awesome that you have that desire? I mean, see that as a positive first step and, you know, one that you've already taken and and count that as a win. Now you're going to use that, that passion, that desire to take action. Okay. So that's the first thing. The second thing, and I do this all the time with my clients, make it a game, especially when there's something that feels uncomfortable or you're fearing. If you gamify it, it somehow becomes more fun, first of all, and there's not a, you know, an intense emotion that gets attached to it. So it's kind of like going back to kindergarten when we used to have sticker charts, or maybe you have kids and you've done that to motivate them to do some chores or get their homework done. Guess what? As adults, we still need sticker charts. We still like the stars. We still need rewards and consequences and a system that's going to motivate us. So, you know, whatever that means to you and thinking about different things that motivate you will really help. And with that, and I know I mentioned this in another podcast, but just to review, there are different kinds of motivation. And as you're thinking about how you want to gamify things or create a reward system for yourself, you got to think about what motivates you in ways of what kind of motivation it is. So there's external motivation and then there's internal motivation. Now, external motivation are things outside ourselves, right? These are things that will cause us to want to succeed, to want to do better. You know, it could be in ways of, all right, well, if I exercise every single day this week, I'm going to reward myself and give myself an external motivation by having uh, a banana split at the end. I know that's kind of counterproductive, but you get what I mean. Um, That helps a lot. You know, some people are motivated by an external consequence. Now that might, I mean, that might motivate you too. Um, I once played hardball with a client who was trying to uh, exercise every single day and she kept, you know, falling down a slippery slope and she wouldn't do it. And she would like be motivated, but then she would stop. And I told her, look, I'm going to help you do this, but I'm going to kind of give you some consequences because the rewards aren't working for you. So I told her that if she didn't follow through with what I told her to do for her exercise routine, that I would not have my coaching call with her. So that was like a consequence. And guess what? She was able to do it because in her head, she remembered, oh my gosh, I'm not going to have my coaching call with Kim. (laughs) So it motivated her to keep going. Um, Now, the internal motivation are things where you're just internally driven to do something. You know, maybe it feels good to you. Maybe you're really good at it. Maybe it's something that's helpful to others. Um, You know, if we're just going along the lines of exercise, 
for me, I am internally driven to exercise. I don't need kind of like the banana split at the end of the week because I've gotten to the point where I exercise on a regular basis that it just feels good. So I'm motivated to exercise on my own because I remember the visceral feeling that I get when I'm done with the workout. So that's, that's an internal drive. Okay. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, I actually am working with a a client right now and, you know, she was having a hard time making eye contact. So to give you an example of how you can gamify that. And she's like, "I, I don't know what it is. It's just so hard to make eye contact, especially with guys. And we just gamified it. I said, look, I want you to make eye contact with one to three men a day and then increase it by two after five days. And then, you know, we kind of created some rewards for herself. I mean, the internal reward is actually just feeling good that men would start noticing her when she started noticing them, you know, and, and that became true after a period of time. But in the beginning, she had to actually reward herself by like going home and watching a good movie, (laughs) you know, like different things that were more comfortable for her. So whatever it is, it's almost like playing tricks on your brain or, you know, doing things that make you feel good, taking that emotion or that fear out of it so that you can get the results that you want. And then later on, it becomes just an internal motivation. Okay. So that's a really important one and a really good hack. The third step, I always say, shake things up. Novelty is key. When you are doing the same thing over and over again, it's like my Groundhog Day example I just talked about. It's really hard to muster up some energy to do something that you're bored of or you have low energy around. So break up that routine, try something different. Um, A woman that I'm working with right now, just using exercise is a really um, easy example. She's like, oh, I just can't find motivation to exercise. I know it's going to be good for me. And I said, look, this is so important, especially given like the dating plan that we have for her that I wanted her to be successful. And I said, well, what are you trying that you hate so much? She's like, well, I have this elliptical at home and I, you know, I go on it for a little bit, but I'm so bored. I said, then why do you keep trying to do something that's painful for you and boring for you? She's like, I don't know. I guess I never really thought about it. (laughs) So we just mapped out a plan where she's going to try Zumba and dance because those are the things that she enjoys. She got really excited. I could hear it in her voice. She's like, yeah, like after I dance, you know, when I'm out with my friends, I feel so good. And I love the Zumba class. I said, you know, move towards things that, that you feel you know, high energy around. So that's a really, really good motivation hack as well. All right. The next one is create the space and structure for it. And I mean, not just in your schedule, but in your head as well. So you won't make any changes if you don't create a small space for that change. You know, like when will you start making the change? Is it in the morning, in the evening, during your lunch break, don't wait for things to have just happen. Make it happen. Block off time on your calendar each and every day, even if it's just 10 or 15 minutes. So if you don't have time, think about how long you spend 
on other things like Facebook or TV or video games or doing smaller tasks that aren't even as important. Push those back for just a bit or eliminate them and do what is most important to you first. It's a priority thing. And I'm just going to be real with you is that we usually don't put high priority on things that are painful for us, right? Like we'd rather put that way down low on the totem pole, but you have to, in order to change, renegotiate that in your mind and put it as high priority. So this is, this is a really, really important thing because not only will it change, you know, just and open up things in your schedule, but it will open up just that whole mindset around change. Um, one woman, when I was working with her, she's just like, oh, I have no time for online dating. It's just, there's, it's too hard. I work all the time. I kind of called her out on it. And we, one of her homework assignments is having her map out every single day and track everything she was doing from the moment she got up to the moment she went to bed. And just for like a week or two, I had her do that. And to her surprise, she didn't even realize that she was spending at least an hour a day on social media. And she was going to bed really, really late. So guess what? She was waking up really late. She was an entrepreneur. So she didn't have like that structure of having to be at work. So we replaced the social media time with online dating and we structured her bedtime. So she would go to sleep earlier and wake up earlier for her workouts. So do you see how all this is working? All right. The other thing that I always find really helpful is surrounding yourself with motivating people. The best way to make change happen is to surround yourself with others who are making similar changes themselves or who are positive or actually doing the things that are hard for you well. Um, others who are also going to support that change, you know, find a few people online or off and create a support team that will check in with you regularly. Yes, this may take some work, but yes, you can do it. Um, you know, there, there was a client I was working with, you know, she was just complaining every time I go out with my friends, we never meet guys. What's wrong with these guys these days? You know, again, the same story that I hear a lot. And then I asked her about her friends. I said, well, tell me about your friends. Like, are they single? Are they feeling good about their dating life? And she said, well, okay, I'll come clean. Actually, we're all pretty negative right now about men. And she admitted that they would go to a restaurant. They'd sit in the corner and cackle to themselves about how much they hated men. (laughs) Okay. Negativity breeds negativity. So I told her this and I said, you got to get yourself a, first of all, a positive set of wing gals and don't go into the dark corner and sit dead center, you know, with some positive people in a room and get re-energized. You know, you do rub off on each other when you you know, surround yourself. And that can work in both positive and negative way. And so in this instant, it really made a huge difference for her. And she started meeting men every time she went out with this new circle that she finally made of friends. Okay. So that's, that's really important. The other thing that another hack, if you will, is to make the accountability for yourself. It's hard to do this stuff on your own. It really is. I mean, this is just for anybody, anybody who's trying to make a change because you've already proven to yourself that you're not able to do it on your own. 
So find at least one person in your life who will hold you accountable for making this change. It might be a support team, as I mentioned before. It could be a coach like me, Hintent, <laughs> or it could be just a friend and say, hey, look, can you be my accountability partner? And tell them to not to let you get off the hook. It's hard to do new stuff. So um, when it's something you fear and out of your comfort zone, somebody's kind of has to call you out so that you will do it. Um, I do these, some of you know this already, I do these 14-day flirt and femininity challenges that work beautifully for this because the power of the community and the group has really helped with that accountability piece. And when you see other women with similar struggles, rallying together, posting pictures of their successes, being rewarded with free virtual makeovers and coaching calls, it kicks motivation into high gear. By the way, I am offering it again, and I have a surprise around this at the end of the podcast, so make sure you listen all the way through because you're going to love it. All right, now, the final step is to take a small action. So if you're overwhelmed by a large change or a bunch of large changes, just focus on one small step. One small action that you can take today that will move yourself forward. It might be something as simple as buying a red lipstick to work on wearing more color and being seen or calling Betty, your friend, to ask her to hold you accountable. Take that small step. Get moving. Movement begets movement. Now take another small step, and that is how change is created. So with all of these hacks that I just went over... And just to review, you're going to, you know, embrace the desire, make it a game, shake things up, create the space and structure, surround yourself with motivating people, make the accountability happen, and take small action steps. You will turn your shoulds into I ams, and you will find that motivation hack that's going to work for you so you can be successful in your love life. All right, I want to read you uh, a recent letter, email that I got from somebody who really is having a hard time motivating and want to give a little live advice, as I always do. I grew up, this is from Jess, I grew up very shy, and although have improved greatly in this respect, I still feel a lack of skills, and I'm behind the curve generally. For me, the biggest and hardest obstacle to get over is the initial meeting and flirting with women. For years, I've tried to dissect and determine my shortcomings in this regard and ultimately came to the conclusion it's fear of rejection. And I don't mind being alone, but I don't want this to be my fate. And I don't know how to motivate myself to change and get over my fears. I want help, but not sure what can really help. And that's from Jess. Oh, okay, Jess, it's hard to really want something. I really feel that from you. And yet at the same time, I, I can sense this almost paralyzing effect and, and not really knowing how to get there. But here's the truth. The truth is you are doing a lot of double talking. I don't know if you can hear that. Wanting something but not really doing anything to change. In fact, I would challenge you that the very thing that you want, you also fear. And I wonder if you thought about that it may not even be the fear of failure, but rather the fear of success. Because if you actually did flirt and you put yourself into action, then what? 
And I think you're kind of scared of that whole thing. So here's some motivating tips for you to put yourself into action. Is in particular this this situation and flirting is a perfect thing to do because there's some tangible things you can do around it. Number one, I want you to write down all your fears around flirting. You know, what are they attached to? What were some messages you got growing up? Did you get rejected before? I mean, what is the conversation and stories you have around flirting? And then write that down on a piece of paper. Now, on the other side of the piece of paper, like if you can do two columns, write down what your desires are. What are your dreams? What would, be, what would it look like? with you approaching women and having a ton of, you know, dates in your life and see like if they almost contradict each other, you know, that the fears and also the things that you want, then you're going to make a plan and you're going to make it a game. Think of something fun to do after talking to five women per week. Maybe it's going golfing. Maybe it's getting a massage, anything that you enjoy to reward yourself. And then compete with yourself. You could even make it a competition with a friend, whatever it it is that can kind of take the emotion and the fears out of it and make it more fun. Um, But then you have to put yourself into action and put a plan around it with structure. So I would pick days and times to go out and practice this stuff and really figure out where you're going to go to do that and put it on the calendar and make it a priority, just like a business meeting. If you do not put it on the calendar, it will not be important to you. This is something I make all my clients do. And it's really, really um, a great way of holding yourself accountable. So after doing this over time, see how you feel. And the repetition of it usually has, you know, there's success after a while. And as you're talking to more women, that's going to help you increase your confidence. And guess what? That's going to increase your motivation. Overall, that is the name of the game. You know, creating new habits. The reality is that change is difficult because in all likelihood, you have been the way you currently are for a very long time and your habits are deeply ingrained. Your ability to find and maintain your motivation for meaningful and long-lasting change will ultimately determine whether you're able to break long-standing habits and patterns. And if you're like Jess, use this example to motivate you to make a plan for change. And I know you can do it. You turn your shoulds into I am by finding your motivation hacks so that you can be successful, not just in your love life, but in your life in general. So I hope that was helpful. I hope that kicked you in the butt. That is my intention because I all I care about you. This is my intention. So again, thanks for joining me today. This has been the Charisma Quotient. And I'm your host, of course, Kim Seltzer. Remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And if you want to know more about me, of course, go to my site, seltzerstyle.com. And if you were listening to this and realize that motivation is getting in your way, I have a challenge for you. This is what I wanted to talk to you about. It is going to kick you in the butt. I'm really excited about this. Okay. I am, by popular demand, going to be doing another round of my 14-day flirt and femininity challenge, and it's starting December 11th. Now, if you don't know what this is, it's a private group 
you know, it's just for women right now. Hopefully in the future, I will do one for men, but right now it's for women. And I give you a challenge every single day as a group to motivate you to flirt. Because let's face it, if you have fears or hesitation around flirting, you definitely need some accountability and direction to do it. So here's the deal. The first 10 women that sign up for a breakthrough call with me, which you can book right here by clicking on the link in the show description, will get free access to the challenge. That's right. The first 10 women who click on, sign up for a breakthrough call, I am going to gift you the challenge. I'm giving you the challenge and a reward to doubly motivate you because that is how I roll and I want to already help you change. And so again, this is going to be a small win for you that's going to add up to the bigger success. So ready, set, go. Good luck to all of you. And of course, stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day. 